Welcome to Read It Read It. We will be reading from r slash petty revenge. Our first post is by hello underscore there 346. Background. I'm Hispanic born in the U.S. But my appearance made me look like I'm Asian because I have squinted eyes from my dad's side and I speak two languages Spanish and English. So it was my the end of my fourth period and after that period I go to lunch. So as I'm going towards the lunch line I meet up with some of my friends and go to the lunch line together and while in line we began talking about video games and such and as we talk a group of girls that were behind us waiting in line thought that no one can understand their secret language which was just Spanish but I think nothing much of it until they start talking bad about other people in the lunchroom like for example look at that kid. He looks like a dog and such which gets my attention for a bit and ignore them. As soon as I started to mind my own business with my friends they started to talking about me and saying that I looked so ugly and other swear words in Spanish which really pissed me off. As soon as they were about to say more about my appearance I say in Spanish, loud enough so that they can hear, imagine calling people ugly even though they look worse my friends knew what was going on at that point because they understood Spanish also, so they started laughing and saying things like that's so true at the girls. Those girls turned pale after they realized that we understood their language as well and left the lunchroom. It was the best feeling ever because they got what they deserved and they learned their lesson after that. Our next post is by Yamslemon. This happened years ago as a high school freshman, but I've always been kind of proud of how I handled this situation. Background. I was friends with guy in a large middle school friend group of neighborhood kids that would play manant and hang out often. This disbanded as everyone got older and moved, could drive, ECT. I always had a crush on him, but he was a bit older and never seemed to see me that way, but we were good friends. Fast forward to high school and I hadn't seen guy in a year or two and was surprised he was in one of my classes as a freshman. He had failed that class twice and was having a tough time. We sat together and talked and ended up hanging out outside of school. I still liked him, but he had a GF, so I kept my feelings in. He confessed to me that they were having issues and he needed to break up with her, but it'd be super hard on the both of them. I was surprised because I thought they were really solid, he always wore a bracelet with her name on it. We continued to hang out often, and he kissed me, all while reassuring me he was going to leave her it was just complicated, which lead to making out hangouts. This happened 2-3 two, two, times, before I noticed he was still wearing the bracelet with her name on it. I stopped mid it and asked if they were on such bad terms, why he was still wearing that bracelet? He got annoyed, and gave me a short and not convincing answer. It all hit me in the 16 year old brain at once, this guy was using me to cheat and had no intentions of breaking up with this girl. He tried to go back to kissing, but I moved to his neck and just suctioned right to it. He pushed me away and exclaimed about hikes. He immediately left muttering about covering it with Macup. They broke up shortly thereafter. I know his GF thought I was a terrible person for cheating with this guy, but he honestly had me convinced. I honestly feel like I did her a favor, physical evidence of cheating right before her eyes. TL, doctor gave a guy hickey, after realizing he was using me to cheat on his GF edit, yeah I guess I was 15 as a freshman not 16. Started late. 
Our next post is by Langabrielsch. So, this is my first post here, doing my best. So, I live on a student residence, shared flats on every floor. I live on the 9th floor, and usually take the only bus to university, so I have to be at the bus stop at exactly 9.10am. Next bus is at 9.40, which is too late for me. One girl living on floor number 10 usually calls the elevator and keeps the door from closing, while she waits for her friend to be ready. Which keeps everyone from using the elevator from 9.00 to 9.08 or 9.09. After three straight days of this happening, and having to go down the stairs, I decided to get my revenge. Every time I would go down the stairs I would call the elevator on every single floor. Making it stop on the 8th, 7th, 6th, 5th, 4th. They would usually lose the bus. And I would be able to see them from the bus as they exit the building and gazed at the bus. They started ranting about it on the residence's WhatsApp group. About people being selfish and major assholes who do not care about anyone else and how they were late to an important exam. Some random guy then sent a picture of the girl holding the elevator open with her backpack, along with the caption selfish. Hell broke loose after that. Her floormate started complaining about how one of them would just toss her cigarettes on the organic trash and smoke in the hallways. Another girl was pissed about how she would just drop her done cigarettes on random dishes and glasses when smoking in the kitchen two months after that, she got kicked out. The other girl left on her own. Our next post is by CN822. My ex-boyfriend is a narcissistic jerk and we are not on speaking terms when I found out that he's still using my Netflix account. Before that, I found out that my bank account was registered to his Spotify. He waited years for the new season of whatever he's watching so what I did was change the password mid-season just to piss him off. I know the series is not available for download, and he's kind of broke, so he couldn't afford his own Netflix account. I felt bad, but it serves him right for gaslighting me for months before we broke up. Edit, and he still hasn't returned my phone that he borrowed. Our next post is by Vaini after Santos. This is my mom's story not mine. But it is the most petty revenge that I heard from someone I know. It was my mom's first job and she joined Secret Santa. She got a porcelain doll that was broken and re-glued by a colleague of hers. She said she really got mad about. What did she do? She waited for the whole year to get Secret Santa again. She asked everyone who was her colleague Secret Santa so she could switch. When they exchanged gifts her colleague opened her present and there it was, the broken porcelain doll. My mom waited for a year to give the crappy doll back. Our next post is by Skyflithaford. So this is my first ever post, so pls don't be too harsh lol to make a long story short I have the most annoying neighbors in all of England, one in particular has a son who runs rampant and spends hours in his back garden that is joined to us screaming at the top of his lungs or peeking over the fence and shouting at us while his mother tells him off, not for screaming or his other antisocial behaviors no, just because she's a horrible mother. I feel a little bad for the kid, and she happens to have the most grating voice in the world. This goes on from 11am to 9pm, 
so I can't put in a noise complaint, but the most annoying thing is the hours of horrendous music, now we are not talking just regular objectively bad music, don't be silly it is honest to goodness EDM traffic noise, or whatever has the highest usage of the n-word, she's a white woman, that she'll shout at the top of her lungs, so that you know she's an open racist. Today I had had enough, so I found the loudest speaker in my house, dragged it outside, placed it against her fence, and played some music for 2 hours straight as loud as possible, and any time one of them screamed or shouted I would scream back just as loud. Needless to say she went inside after the second hour, and hopefully will be more considerate in future edit, thank you so much for the award. Our next post is by pineapple as my killer. I work in fast food and customers can be real assholes. This Karen came into the drive-thru and wanted 8 sauce packets for her 20-piece nugget. We are supposed to charge if they get more than 4 sauce packets for a 20-piece. I usually don't charge customers because I don't care that much. But this lady was being super condescending and rude. I charged her for 2 extra sauce packets meaning that she should get 6 in total. I was still going to give her the 8, but I thought charging her for only 2 was enough to get my revenge. When she got to my window, I asked her to park while we waited for her food. She said fine I'll park. But there better be 8 safe packets, because you fucking charged me extra. I smiled and said okay. That's when I realized that charging her was not enough. She still wanted to be a bitch. So I only put 6 sauces, like I was supposed to because that's all she was charged for. I brought her food out. A minute later the Karen runs into the store screaming at me that I only put 6 in the bag when she demanded 8. I told her that she was only charged for 6 and if she wanted extra then I would have to charge her for 2 more. She threw coins on the counter and yelled at me for being petty. She also explained that she had just been diagnosed with stage 4 cancer that day and that I should respect my elders. Again I smiled and handed her the BBQ sauce and said sorry about your cancer. Of course she then continued to scream about how she was going to corporate. That day was very satisfying. My coworkers and I still talk about this story and refer her to BBQ sauce lady. Our next post is by Andromeda Nixie. This is by no means my proudest moment of the day. It's a hot day out, 94 degrees feels like 106 outside. Just hanging out in our apartment, we hear something hit our door outside. I live on a corner second floor unit, so pretty unusual. A little aggravated, a mix between the heat and also not expecting anyone or any packages I get up and open the door just in time to see the second empty water bottle fly up over the banister and hit the door. Picked up both bottles and threw them back over the railing, heard the teenagers freak out. Could I have picked them up and thrown them out? Yeah, and if I walk downstairs tomorrow and they are still there I will, but it felt good just to throw them back down to the people who were littering in the first place. Our next post is by B underscore tree. So this happened 30 plus years ago in North Texas. I'm obviously an old dude and have never posted here before, so give me a break on all the usual stuff. Me, 19YO, group, group I was with, D, awesome dude I knew. I'd recently flunked out of a small liberal arts college in way north TX and had to move in with my dad, hard astrid neck, 
and my stepmother, everything the title implies, who lived in a super small town about 30 minutes from the school I flunked out of. Needless to say, not the best time of my life. My old man was convinced that my friends at school were the problem. Not true, the problem was me, weed, hallucinogens, guitar, the Grateful Dead, and my friends. Dad wanted me to cultivate a new set of friends, so he got with a buddy of his who hooked me up with his grandson, who was a good kid and was about my age, to go out. We made plans to do something on the weekend, and, needless to say, it went awry. Grandson was an okay guy, but total redneck, matters. He was going out with some total redneck frat kid he knew, and a couple of girls. Add one weirdo to the mix, I knew the gig, they wanted to get messed up, and screw the girls. To be fair, at 19 that's about all I wanted to do as well. They decided to go to a club 30 over 45 minutes away, and we jumped in the car and headed out. They were all looking at me kind of side-eyed, redneck kids, meet a redneck hippie, and started talking about fake IDs and getting into this club. I didn't have a fake ID and all of a sudden became the dumbass who was ruining their awesome night out going to some shitty club, 30 over 45 minutes driving through the dark and bum f asterisk asterisk k north texas with them talking crap and the girls giggling, I told them I didn't think it would be an issue, probably not true, but screw em. But they were convinced that I'd f***ed up their whole night out and weren't shy about me being a drag. So, we all made a plan. We would all line up for ID check and to pay the cover with me up front. If I got in, great. They'd follow me in. If I didn't get in, I sucked and ruined everything they'd tried so hard all of their lives to accomplish. We lined up and all the while the group is talking about the scary black guy who looks mean, checking IDs. They are concerned. Great, now I'm dealing with small town racism. I look up, and, at the door checking IDs? D, a friend of a friend from college. Here is the win. D is about 6 feet 4, muscled up, very sweet, and, to the shock of the group, very black. D hollers my name, gives me a big hug, and tells me to go on in without paying a cover, or checking my ID. I thanked him, and hauled that inside to the bar, to get my drinks, before they figure out I'm underage. About the time I ordered my second beer, my buddy D comes up behind me, apologizes, and says my friends all had fake IDs, and they didn't get in. I said, oh hell, D not your fault, I'm sorry we bothered you. He told me it wasn't a big deal and to go ahead and finish my beer. He'd make sure they waited for me till I got done. I did just that. When I got back out, the group was pretty quiet. We drove to Deep Elm and drank coffee, which was more my speed anyway. I still think about this revenge occasionally some 30 odd years later and laugh. TL, doctor, a big beautiful black man makes ignorant rednecks wait on the redneck hippie to finish his beer. Our next post is by Petty Gully. Sorry for any spelling mistakes or bad wording, English isn't my first language. A little backstory, I've been playing floorball as goalie since I was 6. I even got as far as playing few games in my country's youth national team, but I ended up quitting around 18 years since I moved to another city to study and besides, you don't really get to play floorball as a pro. Now to the main story. 
I had been studying for a few years when my classmate sent me a message. He also played floorball and his team needed a goalie for the upcoming season. It was the 4th division, not really my level, but I thought it would be all fun and games, so I decided to give it a shot. I ended up really enjoying myself, everyone were nice and the spirit on the team was one of the best I've ever experienced in floorball. Our backup goalie was close to 50 years and said that he didn't want to roll any actual games, he only wanted to enjoy the spirit and get to play in the trainings. We ended up being on the top of the table all the season until the very end, mostly because of me. I ended up becoming friends with most of the teammates, even with the manager who also played on the team. Let's call him M from now on. M had a huge thing on old cars. His crown jewel being an old Mercedes from somewhere around 70s. Apparently it was his dad's old car, and he left it to him after he died. Now to the events that unknowingly started the road towards my petty revenge. One weekend M had a family gathering, where I'm from, it usually means becoming drunk with your family, then heading for a bar to get more drunk. We made a deal that I would be the designated driver for a pizza after the bars would close in 20 e. On the day M came to pick me up, and for some reason I was made to drive his dad's old car. I took him to the gathering, went home and later took him and couple of his cousins to the city centrum to go clubbing. After couple M sent me a message asking if it's okay if he went to an after party and I would pick him up the next day. No problem for me, so I went to bed. Next day M called me to pick him up. On the way to the address he sent me someone crashed on the back of the car. I didn't suffer any injuries, but the car got fucked up. The back of it was completely broken, it was basically unrepairable. M assured me at the time that it wasn't my fault, and even though he felt really bad about, he didn't have a problem with me, and I believed him. Fast forward couple of months, and it became very clear that it was a big problem. Suddenly I didn't get to play anymore, and we ended up going from first to fourth. Only explanations M gave me was that I had played every game so far, and it would be only fair to let the other guy play the same amount. He suddenly took hours or days to reply to me, when he used to reply in 5 to 10 minutes before. I thought he was just bitter, and decided to move to another team for the next season, since I really enjoyed playing again. Summer came and I got into a team in the second division, we finalized the trade papers and everything was going fine, until my new manager informed me that M had declined the trade, appealing to some unpaid payments. I sent M a message and he informed me that I hadn't paid 70 e for the license. No big deal, I immediately started paying it and filling the information for the payment. My net bank on the other hand suggested all the information after I had written couple of letters, so I decided to check my old payments. I found out I indeed had paid it already and took a screenshot of it and sent it to him I got no reply of him, but after couple of days I got a message from my new manager with a picture of the same screenshot I had sent to him, only that it wasn't exactly the same, it was photoshopped to look like fake with lines, broken and fonts changing. The new manager informed me that they don't want to have anything to do with someone who does this and that faking payments is actually a felony. I ended up clearing the whole thing off with the Floorball Federation with proof that I had paid all the payments I needed and they gave me a green light to move to another team. 
M on the other hand is well known in the community and had gone and told the same lie to almost everyone who was willing to listen, so I had nearly no chances to get to a team. I knew that my studies would end in a year and decided to take a break and just focus on my studies. After a year I finished my studies and moved to yet another city to work. There I was contacted by a first division team who wanted me to be their goalie. While finalizing the paperwork for the license etc. I got a message from the manager that M had again declined the trade for the same reason and that M had sent him a message about fake payment and stuff. I told him the situation and asked him to call the federation who explained the same thing to him. Everything went fine afterwards and I got into the team. In our country there is a cup competition going on during the season. Basically every team in every division take part of it. Lower division teams play first against each other's and every round teams from higher division comes along. Basically the lowest division start from round 1. My team on the other hand started from the round 5. They draw the pair of teams who play against each other and winner goes through until there is only one team left. The day comes when we hear which team we are playing against on our first round and lo and behold, we play against M's team. I was excited to get revenge by absolute massacre on the game since we were in a whole another level than them. It was like professional UFC fighter taking one on one against a kid. The game itself was actually pretty boring from my point of view. We scored goals, and although M's team got some shots, they came from far away and not too often. Then came the moment that changed it all. In the third period they got a power play and M came in front to left the goal to block my view. A shot came that I called get hold of and there was a small traffic in front of my goal. My defender ended up pushing M on top of me by accident, and we both ended up falling. Me on my back, M on top of me. While he was getting up, he hold his hand on my chest, no big deal, until I realized the referee thought that M tried to joke me and sent him out. They checked that I was okay and the game continued. Later I saw a video of the incident, but unfortunately you can't see what happened since there were too many people in front of the goal. After a week or so I got a call from the Floorball Federation to explain my view of the incident, choking a player in a game is actually pretty serious stuff, so I saw my opportunity to give him a little revenge, so I told them that he choked me and I had to fight him off. I thought it was word against word, since you couldn't see what happened from the video, so nothing would happen. After some time I hear the news. M had a record of choking a player two times before, and one incident where he had punched a guy on the throat. He ended up getting banned for life and a denial to have any relation to any team in my country. All because I felt a bit petty. Sometimes I feel bad for it, but then I remember how anxious I felt while thinking about what kind of person the local floorball community thought I was. TL, Dr. My old manager tried to sabotage my move and reputation. So I got him banned for life with a petty lie. Our next post is by Mrterm314. My bosses are jerks and the company culture is trash. Ever since day one of my job, my bosses cared little about my work and about my well-being in general. They never transitioned me properly through training and never had time for me because they don't know anything about my work. I had to self-train myself. 
When I finally found another opportunity, I was like f asterisk ck this company and the bosses. I handed in my two weeks notice. Hours contacted me and sat me in a meeting with my bosses to pressure me to stay longer because they needed some more time to find a replacement. My job is very important for industrial work and if I'm not around, the industrial work would have to halt. I asked if I would be paid more for staying longer and I was told no. I said okay, I will be happy to stay an extra week, but after that I won't be able to stay any longer. Little did they know that I had accumulated sick leave, I don't get compensated for my remaining sick leave days, and I called in sick for the entire week. Best of luck y'all. Edited to add, I stayed an additional 3 weeks on top of my 2 weeks notice, sorry about formatting, because on mobile. Edit 2, wow I didn't expect this post to gain much attention. There was some confusion as to why I had agreed to stay an extra week. I was forced to stay an extra week so that I could train the new hire, I'm the only one who knows how to do this work for the week. Our next post is by Bash. Hey guys, this isn't my own personal petty revenge but I'm involved. When I was younger around the age of 13, I'm 20 now, and my mom used to encourage my sister and me to read as much as we could. For this reason, I would love to take books with me everywhere. One day my family was taking a trip to Cartagena, Colombia to enjoy the beach for my sister's birthday, we were living in Colombia at the time. Even back then I wasn't a big fan of the beach, because I hated how the water was so cold and salty and the feeling of hot sand on my feet. I just never liked it. So I opted to just read my Chronicles of Narnia book on a beach towel under the umbrella. It was at this point where my father started to scream at me to go into the water because we took such a long trip to get there. The trip was about 2 hours. I told him I'd get in when I finished the chapter I was on. I just said that to please him. It was at this point where my father took the book from my hands and told me he wouldn't give it back to me for the rest of the trip. We were staying in Cartagena for 3 days, so I was kinda pissed. Now, enter my mother. My mother is the kind of woman who gives people chances and is slow to anger unless they mess with her children. My father was frustrated with the trip for a multitude of reasons, so he decided to take a nap on his towel. One thing to mention is that Colombia is a very hot country, especially in Cartagena, and we were in the middle of summer and were on beach at the hottest time of the day. So normally my mother would have woken up my father in a situation like this. But as she was fed up with the way he had treated me that day, a light bulb went off in her head. She noticed he fell asleep about a foot away from the shade of the umbrella with no sunscreen on. She thought to herself for a secretary and decided to go back sunbathing and acting like she hadn't noticed anything. He was asleep in the sun for 5 hours. It was safe to say he had a sunburn for the next week. He couldn't even sleep properly for the rest of the trip because his body ached so much. My mom didn't tell me this story until after she divorced him because he was an emotionally abusive father to my sister and I and didn't treat my mom right. I love this story because my mom never stood up to my father directly, but when she saw the chance she would act all innocent and let him dig his own grave. It was a small victory for her, but a victory nonetheless. Plus I thought my mom was a badass after telling me this. 
Also this story is funny to me, because I hate reading now. My sister is the fastest reader I know, and can finish a 500 page book in one day, but reading has never been my forte. Hope you enjoyed the story, and have a great day, D. Our next post is by Mlovisford. Me and my BF were in a grocery store that is part of a shopping center. We get to the cash register, and there's two women on front of us. They take forever. And after they have completed their purchase, and packed their bags, they proceed to stand at the end of the checkout for what seemed like a few minutes just talking. The cashier didn't say anything but looked visibly annoyed, and we couldn't move on with our purchase towards the other side of the checkout, because everyone is still, or supposed to be, social distancing, so we were forced to wait unnecessarily. This bothered us, because the store was very busy, and we don't want to spend more time than necessary exposed to the virus. They seemed to enjoy this tiny power trip and eventually left. Anyway we pay for our things and leave, and decide to go to the newsagents beside the grocery store, to get some scratch cards. We stand in line, social distancing again, and lo and behold, the two women from before show up. They try to cut US in the line. Several times. The cashier has to repeatedly tell them they are not next, because we were in the actual queue and they weren't. They look so pissed as we walk past them to the till. One of them stands too close to us, so I turn to look at the girl. She gets the memo and steps back. Here's the petty revenge, me and my BF are standing beside each other, so it seems like it's going to be one purchase between two of us. Nope. My BF buys his things and walks out of the store. The women behind me impatiently try to take my place at the till, but I assert my position and begin choosing my scratch cards. I take my time picking which ones I want, and can feel them glaring at me for having to wait. When they think I'm finished, I ask for more. To be honest I didn't even take that long, but I could tell that the women behind me were still pissed at having to wait any amount of time. I also had some banter with the cashier, because I also work in customer service, so I always try to be a pleasant customer. When I'm finished, I walk out of there beaming. P.S. I never buy scratch cards, because I think they're a waste of money. But that day I was feeling lucky. Ended up winning 20 euros. Our last post is by, Aussie underscore. Third time's the charm. So I live in Sweden, where we have a tradition called midsummer. One of the things you eat, is surströming which is pretty much rotten fish and the smell is awful and pointless. Now for the story. So some weeks ago I found out my now ex has been cheating on me. It broke me. But before I broke up with her we went to her house and celebrated midsummer. Cue the revenge. At the evening I unpacked several tons of surströming the smell was so putrid I gauged several times. I hid the surströming in several curtain rod. In some hard to reach spots and by her radiators. I made sure to crank up the radiator and turned of the ack. I broke up shortly thereafter and drove home. Today I got a text from her about a weird smell. I'll come back with a reddit in a couple of days, edit, she has started collecting money for her renovation. And spelling edit too, she is currently starting to renovate her house from her own savings. That's it for edit reddit. I hope you enjoyed. Please leave a good rating, as that really helps me out.